0: This is the Opening Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Dustin Huffman. We're on the phone right now with Brian Split of AgMarket.net. And Brian, boy, did we get a surprise this morning when we looked at those overnight numbers. What happened out there today?
1: Yeah, you know, once again, uh, market uh, made a big move overnight. And uh, uh, the wires at about 5 a.m. told the story that uh, Putin is okay with the humanitarian corridor again. So, um, you know, easy come, easy go. Over the weekend, uh, the word was that the grain corridor was going to be closed, and now Russia says it would resume participation. So uh, that had the futures down sharply, uh, again led by wheat. Chicago wheat was down 53 in the December contract at the pause, uh, hard red wheat, Kansas City wheat down about 43 and three quarters. and uh, that spilled over into corn. Uh, December corn down 13 and three quarters, last traded at 684 with a 680 low. and uh, even crept into the soybeans down about a dime, uh, January down 10 and three quarters, last trade at 1437 with a 14.31 low. And that was about 20 cents off the overnight highs in beans, which initially saw some strength.
0: You know, what's interesting through all this, you know, obviously wheat caused an undertow that caught everybody in, but, you know, we, we, we keep seeing the wheat market react anytime uh, Putin has a temper tantrum, but have we really seen any real switching to the United States for any of this wheat supply, being, even though now they've got the corridor open?
1: No, and I mean, that's the problem, is the, uh, um, the export scenario for uh, the grains domestically, our, our product remains a concern. Uh, we'll be looking at how the USDA uh, views that uh, on November 9th, so that'll be a week from today. We'll get another monthly WASDI report. And um, you got to remember, the last uh, report that we had, the USDA did address exports on both corn and soybeans, and uh... by by reducing the demand for both on the balance sheet uh... we've seen reasons to believe that uh... the the usda may continue on that path um, maybe not as big as the cuts that we saw last month but uh... F- for us for AgMarket.net, when we submit our our uh, estimates for the the report a week ahead of time we're looking for another twenty five million bushel reduction on exports for corn um, we do think we could see the, the balance sheet stabilize on the export front for soybeans. We've done a little bit of business here recently uh, where we might be back to what our pace should be based on the most recent cut. But, um, you know, our, our wheat product is still expensive to the rest of the competition around the world. But you just have a lot of different stories. I mean, Argentina yesterday said that uh, they were considering allowing their exporters to delay shipment of wheat due to their concerns about their own domestic crops. So uh, I don't think the volatility in this market is going to die down anytime soon.
0: Now, obviously, the Black Sea region is not all that's affecting the market. What's going on closer to home that's got things moving and shaking?
1: Yeah, I mean, basis for uh, soybeans and corn shipped uh, by barge to the Gulf were steady to lower uh, yesterday, and that's on the potential for the Mississippi River to rise a little bit here. Okay. Um, when you look at spot bids for soybeans, steady to week at, at elevators in the, in the eastern half of the Midwest on Tuesday, uh, bids for soybeans delivered to terminals along the Midwest River's, did rise sharply on tuesday with the market interp- underpinned by uh, by expectations of some additional export demand uh we saw bids for hard red wheat steady to firm at truck elevators and in the south uh southern us plains on tuesday uh, us uh, spot uh, cash mill feed values were flat on tuesday Uh, expectations for strong run times at flour mills are are, uh, noted there and uh, basis offers for soy meal were unchanged at truck market processors around the midwest on tuesday so uh that's i I guess the 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 goings-on domestically in the basis market yesterday as far as what we saw
0: all right so moving over to the livestock side of things what are we looking for what we're looking to see here today well, you've got to
1: think that with the corn market uh, starting lower, that we should see the feeder markets um, uh, start higher. I would think uh, a buck to a buck and a half higher in feeders, uh, at least to start the day. And then that might be tempered if corn recovers uh, off these lows. Uh, but uh, I, I think when you look at the live cattle market, um, that's a market where we had the December contract uh, push through what is a major resistance last week. Uh, We had had some two previous highs on on the December live cattle that really looked like a double top for quite some time. So uh, a high that was made back in April at uh, 152.37. We had another secondary high that was made in September at 152.22. And uh, we were able to really punch through that aggressively. Uh, as we got towards the back end of October, uh, making a, a new high, uh, new contract high uh, at 154.25. So, really, the the market uh, has it got overbought. It's kind of come back down, and it's revisiting this 52 area. Uh, we're holding support here so far, uh, but uh, only time will tell whether this was a true breakout, and and if we're going to see some additional. Uh, uh, moves higher as we get into expiration or if this was kind of a, a little bit of a fake-out breakout, uh, one bit of concern would be that we did gap lower coming out of the weekend. Um, so if we do see the market trade through the lows that we had on Monday, which would be 151.80, um, that we would potentially see some follow-through selling uh, with that gap just above us. So we want to see this market go up and, and uh, get through that gap and close above that gap, which would be a, a back above the 152.90 level on live cattle. Um, looking over to the uh, the hog market, I think the concern there... Um, you know, we, we had these, these huge just moves straight down uh, from the highs that we had back in September and then straight up off those early October lows. Um, so over the last several sessions, we've really just been consolidating right at the 100 and 200-day moving averages. Uh, and those are right in that 84.75 to 85 area. Um, I think if we were to get through that level uh, close below those moving averages i think we're going to see another uh, push back down on the on the decent lean hogs uh, all the way back into the low 81s maybe that 81 to 81.50 area before we really find good support there
0: all right well brian if folks want to make some market strategies with agmarket.net what's the best way for them to get in touch uh, call the
1: general line 8444 market So 8444246758. Uh, you can reach me directly at 8156650463, and uh, check us out online at www.agmarket.net. We do have a conference that we're going to be putting on in Nashville in February. So uh, the banner for that is on our website, and we'd love to hit, love to see you there.
0: All right, Brian. Well, thanks so much for the insight. We'll talk to you again real soon. Thank you Dustin, have a great day. appreciate it. That again was Brian split of agmarket.net. Let's run down the opening markets. December corn down 13 and 3 quarters at 684 even. March down 13 and a quarter at 689 and a quarter. November beans down 12 and a quarter at fourteen twenty three and a half. January down 10 and 3 quarters at 1437 even. Soy meal down 60 cents at 4.1720. Soy oil up 36 cents at 71.42. Chicago wheat down 60 and three quarters at 8.41 and three quarters. Minneapolis wheat down 41 and a quarter at 9.48 and a half. Kansas wheat off 49 and three quarters at 9.40 and a quarter. Oats for March down 16 at 3.90 and three quarters. On the mark, December Live Cattle up 20 cents at 152.15. November feeders up a buck thirty at 178.22. December lean hogs down a buck fifteen at 84.05. Pork cutouts 92 cents lower at 94.45. And glass three milk is a penny higher at 2060. Thanks again to Brian Split of AgMarket.net for joining us here today on the Opening Market podcast. I'm Dustin Huffman on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network, where Iowa Ag Matters.